Entrepreneur on Fire 1061. The greatest form of leverage, honestly, is talented people. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. Is it time to share your voice with the world? Text Podcast Course to 33444. That's Podcast Course, all one word, no spaces, to 33444. And you'll be rocking our free 15-day podcast course in no time flat. Ignite. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash fire. My treat, really, the first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash fire. Have your calls answered professionally by a live receptionist from eVoice. Go to eVoice.com slash live receptionist to learn more. That's eVoice.com slash live receptionist. Entrepreneurs, near and far, John Lee Doom is here and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Linda McKissick. Linda, are you prepared to ignite? Absolutely, John. Yes. Linda is an entrepreneur, investor, realtor, trainer, speaker, and business owner. Her greatest passion is helping others create leverage and passive income. So Linda, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us a little glimpse into your personal life. Sure, love to. Uh, actually, it all started kind of in the late 80s. Uh, you know, I'm 20-something years old. I'm trying to figure out who I am and what I can do and how do you make a living and how do you make money. I've always been a hard worker. I've worked since I was a young kid. Uh, and I just couldn't figure out what I was good at or what would actually pay me what I thought I was worth. And so my husband was in the restaurant and nightclub business, and the economy was starting to tank a little bit in Texas uh, at that time. And so he had had a peewee coach that had suggested to him one time when he was younger that if you want to make a lot of money, real estate is the way to do it. And so we kind of laughed today because I think my husband misunderstood. The guy probably told someone to buy some real estate, uh, (laughs) not put your wife to work in it. But you know what? It actually turned out to be a great fit. He suggested I get into real estate, um, and I did get in. And quite honestly, John, in the beginning, I had a hard time figuring it out. Uh, you know, I didn't know which things would make me money and which things wouldn't. So I only made $3,000 gross the first year. My husband said that was real gross. Uh, and uh, But you know what? I went and found the best. I went and found mentors and coaches. I started reading books. I went and found people who were doing very well in this industry. And I just started asking them, what do you do? How do you do it? And then whatever they told me, I did it. And so very quickly, my new problem was I was extremely successful, but I was very overworked. I literally was working 60, 80 hours a week, had no quality of life left. And uh, so I very quickly had to start figuring out how do you get leverage in this business? You know, uh, I went out and learned how to hire assistants and bring people onto my team, which quite honestly, back then, no one was really doing that, but I had to get some kind of leverage uh, in my life because I just couldn't constantly keep putting in those kind of hours, uh, even though I was being very successful at it. It was just wasn't worth you know what I was sacrificing with my family. So once I learned what was the leverage points, what are the dollar productive activities that you can do in the business and make the most money, uh, then I started being successful enough that my husband's businesses uh, weren't coming back like we thought they were. So we decided it'd be a good idea for him to join me. So he joined me uh, in the real estate business uh, in the early 90s, and we've been working together ever since. We've been married for 33 years. We have four wonderful kids. Our youngest just graduated Baylor and came and joined our organization. Uh, We have four 
really fun grandkids. And so we just have a great life. We spend as much time as we can uh, in our beach house in San Diego on Mission Beach. Yes. So uh, love being able to do that. And I just really am blessed with a great, great businesses and great family. You know, I can probably see where that beach house is, Linda, right now, because I'm, I'm right across the bay. I'm on the, uh, the Crown Point side. And All right. I just, I just love the view I get of Mission Beach and mm. the ocean and bay every day. It's gorgeous out here. So uh, definitely looking forward to your next visit because I know it's a happy place for you as it definitely is for us. And one thing I really kind of want to focus on before we dive into some specific stories that you've gone through in your journey is the fact, Fire Nation, that you heard Linda talk about the mentors that she sought out, both just via books, courses, conferences, and actual people. Now, what Linda did is she went to those mentors who were where she wanted to be. And that's so critical. So many people just go after the people who are successful in this world. For instance, like Richard Branson would not have been a great mentor for me when I was starting, but a successful business uh, podcaster was, and that was key. So, Take what Linda's saying here, really realize that mentorship's huge, but it has to be somebody who's where you want to be going towards. So what I really want to get into now, Linda, before we dive into the stories, is revenue. Because we are entrepreneurs, we're looking to make money. So today, what are your main streams of revenue? Uh, well, by design, John, those, those, we've created multiple streams of income. Uh, we kind of look at it like whatever we're doing, let's just pretend in 10 years we either won't like it anymore or, uh, just won't want to do it. Or maybe the market changes. We've been through enough market and economy, uh, changes in our life that realize things do change. And so we just kind of, think like that and always create multiple streams of income and walk through the next natural door. And uh, we still have that stream of income from that very beginning sales business. Uh, the only difference is we've done something that a lot of people haven't done in the industry. We've actually turned that over to someone who keeps that business running, but gave me the uh, my time back to go out and create some other revenue streams. So we have that beginning sales business still runs today after all these years. Uh, and then what that led to is was us owning multiple multiple real estate franchises. We actually own multiple real estate franchises across the United States. Uh, and then along the way, because we really started seeing the value of having some passive money coming in, we created an investment company. And that investment company now owns over 108 single family properties. We have six uh, commercial buildings, and inside those commercial buildings, we actually own the business that's inside of them. So we are the major tenant for those commercial biz, uh, businesses and then buildings. And then we also have uh, something kind of fun. We have 12 nightly rentals uh, in Branson, Missouri. And so we just kind of kept investing over the years. We also have uh, an online platform, uh, and we have uh, best-selling books out there where we sell our intellectual property to help other people kind of do what we've done, create those multiple streams of income and, you know, get that freedom of time and money that uh, people want so badly. Uh, And that's one of the reasons we actually go into business in the first place, right? Yeah. And I love that phrase that you used. Let's pretend in 10 years, we won't like doing this anymore. And hopefully you will, Fire Nation, whatever it is you're doing. But it's so great to have that mentality because number one, 10 years is a long time. You might not like what you're doing anymore. And it's great to have other streams of income, other businesses that you've been building upon and adding to throughout. So you have options. And also there's the other opportunity or potentiality, I should say, that whatever you're doing right now isn't going to be viable in 10 years. I mean, that's unlikely in the real estate industry. I mean, that's always going to be something that's there on some level. But in other industries like podcasting, like social media, I mean, who knows where the world is going? Things are changing so fast. 
always having that diversified stream of both income and businesses are absolutely critical. And Linda, what I really want to do right now is have you tell us a story. This story is going to be what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. So spare no details, reveal that shame, and just get into your worst entrepreneurial moments. Absolutely. It's still very vivid in my mind. Uh, and as in most worst entrepreneurial moments, uh, John, because of the credentials you kind of have to create and, and get to get out of those situations, it actually winds up becoming one of the best blessings usually that ever happens to you. I can, I yes. can say that now. It certainly doesn't feel like it at the moment, but mine came in the late eighties. My husband was in the restaurant and nightclub business and he came to me and he said, Linda, we're $600,000 upside down in Oof. debt. Um, our economy was built on savings and loan, real estate and oil and gas, and they literally all crashed uh, overnight. And uh, matter of fact, most people don't know this, but inside your, your, loan documents, there's a phrase that says, if they ever feel insecure, unstable, they can call your notes due. Um, and we just closed on a property yesterday, by the way, that that got scratched out. But when you don't know that's there, that's what happened. Our economy got so unstable, the bankers got really nervous and they started calling notes due, whether they were uh, actually in default or not in default. And so uh, that really caused us to be upside down and in a panic. And so my husband said to me, you're going to have to help me figure out how to you know, claw our way back and pay this money back because neither one of us wanted to file bankruptcy or not pay back money that we had actually borrowed. And so that's the moment he said to me, you know, why don't you try real estate? Someone told me that that's a good thing to do. And so I said, sure, how do I do that? And so it it seemed awful at the time because here I had been a stay-at-home mom, plus I'd been going to college trying to figure out what I could do. And now all of a sudden, the whole weight of the world kind of gets thrown on my shoulders. But what a blessing it was because it made me dig deep into my entrepreneurial uh, abilities that I didn't even know I had and get credentials. And the credentials that it took for us to learn how to get every bit of that money paid back really caused us to have such a great platform to launch us forward into bigger and better commitments and bigger and better opportunities. Uh, but at the time, it certainly felt like a horrible, horrible place to be. Uh, but it turned out to be one of the greatest, uh, again, the greatest launching pads uh, into what we ha- now have today. Fire Nation, we don't know what we don't know. That's just a reality. And that's why there's so many important things. You know, important thing number one you're never going to know everything. There's just going to come a time where you're just going to have to take that leap, get in there, make mistakes, have those crushing failures, and as Linda just shared, learn from them, learn from those failures. But what's also important here is doing exactly what you're doing right now. Everybody that's listening to my voice and just heard Linda's story, guess what? Now you do know what you previously didn't know. And Linda, I thought you told that really great story about how because you have the experience now, you were able to adjust future contracts that don't allow that opportunity for people to take it out just because they're feeling insecure and nervous about it. So that power that you didn't have before, you've now taken back because of your experience in Fire Nation. You now going forward have that knowledge and can use that to your benefit. And that's the point of these interviews. That's the point of learning, of investing in yourself time-wise throughout these interviews. So I love that. And that's my huge takeaway, Linda. But I would love for you to share with Fire Nation the one thing you want to make sure our listeners get from that story. Well, you know, the main thing to get from that story is um, is your your business has to be built on good, solid, basic business principles. You know, no, we were riding a market at the time, quite honestly, uh, 
And, and if your business is built on a market or a marketplace that just kind of happens to be there, then you don't have those good solid principles of, you know, putting some money away in reserve so that you have it should you hit a bump or uh, understanding the key principles of having the right key people in the right spots. Uh, and also, you know, just realizing that, um, you know, you need, you need to create multiple streams of income because you just never really know when things are going to shift or things might happen. And so the only way you're going to have security is that you've created it for yourself. And so learning from each of those lessons of, you know, how do you, how do you find your way out of a situation that seems like such a deep hole? Well, you do it by just getting up and figuring out one step in front of the other. What do I do next? And that's exactly what we did. We started next, next businesses we built were built on good, solid business principles. We put money in reserve uh, in a way for rainy days. We always know that the market will shift. I mean, it's just a, you're either in an up market or you're headed in a down market. That's always the way the, the economy works. And so what are we doing to prepare for that? Even though our businesses may all be flourishing right now, what are we doing to prepare for what those times when they're not uh, it's not doing as well, or maybe they make a decision or they make a policy that, that changes our industry a little bit. So just being able to have those good, solid business principles of money in reserve, leading with revenue, uh, you know, learning how to lead generate because every business is a lead generation business. And if I don't figure out how to lead generate, then I'm not going to have a very successful business. So Fire Nation, as Linda just said, we are always in a fluctuating market. Markets simply do not stand still. They're always doing something. Just, just, you know, realize that. And as you put it, you know, saving for that rainy day, Linda, I love saying extending the runway because as entrepreneurs, we need time. And the more that we can have as a cushion, the more we can have in reserve financially, the more time we give ourselves when those tough times do hit, we can extend that runway out to succeed in the end, outlast, outwit. So what I really want to dive into now, Linda, is you just share with us your story about being $600,000 upside down, the struggle you went through to crawl and to claw your way back to where you are now. But let's tell another story. Let's tell a story of you having an epiphany, an aha moment, a light bulb that went on. Take us to that moment, Linda, and tell us that story. Yes. Okay. I have had many aha moments, but this one really stands out to me because it really made me start doing things differently. Uh, and it was a, a moment when we were at a mastermind group. Uh, we had a business psychotherapist and he actually worked with the top 1% of of many different industries. And he had just come to work with the top realtors uh, in the country. And so we were working with him. Uh, everybody in the room is a super high performer. They're very successful in their real estate sales business at the time. And what he did one day was he actually took us through and started pointing out all the holes that our industry had and that our business had. And so one of the first things he pointed out to us was, you know, you walk around and say you have a real estate business, but the truth is you have a real estate job because the last day you took your last sale would be the last dollar you would ever make. And so for the first time ever, I realized that what I thought I had was a business and what I really had was just a good sales job that was a was a job for myself. And so that made me start looking at things differently. It made me start thinking about how do I turn this real estate practice into a full-fledged business? And also, how do I create other businesses? It made me start studying wealthy people. And what, what I discovered about wealthy people is, number one, they know how to go out and get talent 
and bring talent into that organization and turn the business over to them. The other thing I noticed is they took their money and they leveraged their money into something. And so that caused us to really start looking at investing as an opportunity to create a passive stream of income that was large enough that we could live off one day if we wanted to. And it just made us start really redesigning. It also made us realize that if we don't design our life, somebody or something else does because we were just following the people in front of us. And the people in front of us were doing, you know, two or 300 transactions a year. And then you think, okay, well, then I'll just do 500 transactions <laughs> a year. And the reality is, is that wasn't going to solve any of our problems until we learned how to take this real estate job and turn it into a a business, we were always going to have that problem. And so what a gift he gave us by doing that exercise, because uh, it really opened our eyes and we just kind of started redesigning our whole life. And from that redesign, we started really looking at things in a bigger light and a bigger picture, and maybe even in ways, honestly, that most people had not looked at the real estate business. No one had ever thought you could take your real estate uh, practice and turn it over to someone else and keep it running. And so it really caused us to kind of think outside the box a little bit and look for solutions to those now. You know, they say, once you know something, you can't pretend you don't. And <laughs> that was that was the, that was was the great because now I, I couldn't pretend that I was – had was going to solve all my problems with just 50 more sales. What I needed to do was figure out how to have some great businesses that were running that weren't running because of me. They were running because of someone else. Fire Nation, I love how Linda said she thought she had a business, but in reality, she just had a sales job. Something that I really would encourage everybody to take a step back and say, hey, let's look at this. Let's give myself some space do I have a business or do I just have a sales job? And I love your points about how wealthy people invest in other people. They leverage their money and they value their time. Huge takeaways. I love every one of them. Linda, what's the one takeaway in just one sentence that you want Fire Nation to get? There are people out there that have the ability to replace you, not just support you. And with that kind of talent, you can really build big, big things, but you have to be willing to have an opportunity big enough that these people that have big dreams and big goals, they can actually reach their big dreams and their big goals inside your vision. Uh, and so you need to learn how to let that business be as big as it can be, not just as big as you can be. And that takes a whole different set of skills to go out and bring people or a talented person into your organization that actually could replace you. Uh, and you even bring them in with the, you know, you even go out and look for the person that you know could replace you for that reason. And that's a hard thing sometimes for us, you know, entrepreneurs to do because we're so good at what we do that we, that we kind of hang on to it a little bit too long. But, um, you know, have have opportunities big enough that some great talented people can actually get all their dreams and their goals accomplished inside your vision. What is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Boy, it would definitely have to be disorganized. Uh, where is my, and then just fill in the blank with anything you want to. Keys, that is my mantra. <laughs> computer, car. <laughs> yeah. Husbands. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have to keep a lot of people around me that uh, their job is to keep me organized and God bless them because uh, they do a good job, but it's a hard job. What is your biggest strength as an entrepreneur? 
you know, my biggest strength, it, it, it wasn't my biggest strength in the beginning, but I've purposefully spent time and energy and, and learned to master it. And that is that ability to go out and find talent that you can bring into your organization that are more of an empire builder type behavior. In other words, they can build big things and they're willing to build uh, your organization and and being able to spot those people and also bring them in with some type of equity opportunity, uh, not just, you know, these kind of people aren't going to work for just a paycheck. They really need to have a big upside uh, in the opportunity. And so I've, I've learned that skill of going out and finding those people and bringing them into my organization. Selena, what's the one thing that has you more fired up right now than anything else? You know, I'm real fired up about our online platform. Uh, we have entered that arena this year, created our first online product to help people uh, use our very simple strategy on learning how to invest. We think everybody is going to need multiple streams of income and a good natural second stream for almost anybody is investing in real estate. So we've created an online product to, on lindamckissick.com to help them do that. And we're uh, getting ready to launch a leverage product for business owners to learn how to figure out the leverage inside their business. And then later this year, we'll uh, be launching our advanced course uh, in real estate investing. So just real excited to get to actually kind of reach a lot more people uh, and be able to help them create those multiple streams of income like we have and, you know, get that freedom and margin for what matters most to them. LindaMcKissick.com, Fire Nation. We'll have that linked up in the show notes page, faux show. And we're about to enter the lightning round, but before we do, let's take a minute to thank our sponsors. As entrepreneurs, we know that gaining an advantage over our competitors can have a huge impact on our success. And yet one of the easiest ways to gain a competitive advantage is one of the most overlooked, and that's raising the bar on customer service. It's actually pretty simple when you sign up for eVoice, which enables you to have your calls answered by well-trained, well-educated live receptionists. Your customers are always treated with the utmost importance, and that feeling gets transformed into loyalty to your business. Live receptionists can also schedule your appointments, make outbound calls, answer customer service questions, process orders, and handle a wide range of administrative tasks. Even better, you can take advantage of the service for as little as a couple of hours a week or as much as 24-7 to ensure you never miss a call. Want to try it for yourself? Go to evoice.com slash live receptionist. Fire Nation, this is a brand new offering from our friends at eVoice. So visit evoice.com slash live receptionist to learn more. It's okay. You can admit it. The last thing anyone wants to do after a hard day's work is cook a complicated meal. And please, don't tell me that grabbing takeout is your solution. Well, it won't be your solution after hearing about this service. Blue Apron delivers farm-fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your home, allowing you to create healthy, handcrafted meals without even going to the grocery store. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron sends you fresh ingredients, perfectly proportioned, making cooking healthy meals really easy and fun. Blue Apron's experts source only the best seasonal ingredients for your incredible meals, like their salmon burger with corn and the calzone mixed with mushrooms and spicy marinara. Blue Apron, it's a better way to cook. Check out this week's menu and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash fire. My treat, really, the first two meals are on me when you go to blueapron.com slash fire. Support EO Fire and eat amazing. Linda, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? 
Absolutely. (laughs) What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You know, just knowing that being an entrepreneur was a choice. I I had no idea that you could either choose to create a vision and an opportunity big enough for other people to be involved in it, or you could be a part of someone else's. And so once I learned that that was a choice, uh, I really realized that that really matched my soul and my spirit and who I was just born to be. What is the best advice you've ever received? Well, the best advice I've ever received is from a mentor and coach that I've had for over 17 years. He is a best-selling author, and his latest book is called The One Thing. His name is Gary Keller. And no matter when I went to him, no matter whether it was an opportunity I was looking at or whether it was a problem that I was you know, trying to overcome, his answer was always the same, and that was, you're one great hire away. And so now almost before I even go to him on anything, I think, okay, I know what the answer is going to be. It's, you're one great hire away. And so that is the best advice I've ever, ever gotten is no matter what situation or what opportunity, I got to think of who first. Who's the who? What is a personal habit that contributes to your success? You know, I think my personal habit of lead generation, you know, every business is a lead generation business. And I think sometimes we get into business and we like all the other things like the websites and all the other things. But the reality is, is nothing happens until lead generation does. And so I I naturally think in the form of lead generation. So whenever I start a new business or launch a new business, the first thing I want to figure out is what's that key, you know, lead generation system that we need that's that's going to need to get in place because without lead generation, we don't really even have a business. So I naturally think lead generation. Do you have an internet resource like Evernote that you can share with our listeners? Uh, we're real excited about New Rainmaker. Uh, it's an all-inclusive website platform where we can run our podcast and our memberships and everything all in one. And so we're real excited about that. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners, what would it be and why? You know, I would have to say our best-selling book, Hold, on how do you find, buy, and rent real estate to build wealth, because I truly believe that almost everyone could pick real estate as their second stream of income to create that passive income, to give them, you know, some type of freedom later to either do what they love or just uh, just have that security that that money's coming in passively. So I'd have to say Hold. Is it available via audiobooks? It is available audiobook also. Yes, it is. Nice. And Fire Nation, I know that you love audio. So I teamed up with audiobooks. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Linda, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it's a doozy. Imagine that you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, the first thing I'd do is I'd use that laptop to reach out and find whoever's the best in whatever industry or field I, I wanted to go into. And so I'd make those connections. Uh, and then I'd use the $500 because I'm all about leverage through great people. I'd use that $500 to to go out and get somebody really, really talented with a very small base since I only have $500, but I'd sell them on a really big upside uh, if they help me grow this opportunity or come come alongside me with this opportunity so that I, yeah, I'd have to do it, use it to leverage some great talent. Linda, let's end today how we started on fire with you sharing one parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. 
the best bit of advice I would have is just remember there are some talented people out there that, believe it or not, they could build something big, but you can show them how coming on with your organization and your opportunity, the greatest form of leverage, honestly, is talented people. And so go master that skill of, of identifying talent, recognizing talent, and being able to have such a big opportunity that you can bring them in and they can get all their dreams and their goals met inside your opportunity and just learn and master how you go identify and find that talent And because when you have them, your competitor doesn't. Love it. How can we find you? Uh, you can go to lindamckissick.com uh, and find me there. I'm there most days. Fire Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And you've been hanging out with Linda and JLD today. So keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Linda, L-I-N-D-A, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop right up. You can go directly to her website, lindamckissick.com, to check out that online platform. Don't forget about Hold, her great book that you can check out as well, both audio and just read it normal. And Linda, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. For that, we salute you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you, John. Fire Nation, thank you for joining us on EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for links to everything we chatted about today, killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. Ready to set and accomplish your number one goal in 100 days? Now you can. Introducing my passion project, The Freedom Journal. This leather-bound journal will teach you how to set a SMART goal and will guide you to accomplishment in 100 days. Text JOURNAL to 33444. Today is your day, Fire Nation. Ignite.